Good evening and welcome to Hot and Orbital News. I'm your host for this evening, Dick Chafing, and we have a ton of news for you tonight. That's right. I'm just going to check and make sure I've got the right button this time. Our tonight's news... The big Hutton convoy reaches Chaviano. Hutton truckers mourn their losses. Commander Flossie treated for embarrassing burns. The great unknown artifact mystery solved. That's it. evening, everybody. Last Saturday night saw the largest convoy ever assembled in occupied space with one mission. To deliver mugs to Chaviano Gateway in the Maypore system. Assisted by groups from across Federal, Empire and Alliance space, as well as having wings of independent truckers, the Hutton Orbital crew brought over 250 ships laden with mugs together for an epic 22-jump convoy. Communications channels were jammed as wing after wing of ships joined the crowd at Ross 154. For days, ships had been arriving at Hutton and working in teams managed by the mighty commander Javert, loaded T9 after T9 with mugs for the research base. We had a number of large ships, T9s, anacondas, you name it, and thank you to all those commanders and truckers who took the time out to help load them up. In disastrous news, the Code, working with Don Antonacci and a number of other pirate wings, obtained the secret plans for the convoy and prepared a blockade along the way. Insistent that the convoy should succeed, the few rats ran wings of bold refueling vessels along with the truckers and prepared a staging area at Forculus for refueling. Under fire along the whole route with pirate interdictions, daring escapes, and many ships lost, the ragtag remains of the convoy reached Chaviana Gateway to a hero's welcome. But that was not the end of it. Many ships, having unloaded, bravely turned to face the pirates and guard the tail of the convoy, led by Skiprat, Telja, Puppy and Jester's Inc., Operation Jamjar, sacrificed their own ships to protect the truckers. Two of the galaxy's most stylish truckers survived the journey in Orcas. Many others were destroyed along with their mugs. It is these commanders that we pay tribute to tonight. Rest in pieces. In other news, Commander Flossie once again broadcast a series of distress signals during her efforts, having obtained a back-market copy of the route. Complete with errors, she was so busy trying to decipher the system names that she missed the arrival to one of the hot systems en route, and her ship burned up along with a mist of gin, many mugs and a week of exploration data. She's recovering in a medical wing at Chaviano from extreme embarrassment burns. Get well soon, Flossie. And finally, there is news that the hunt for information on the unknown artefacts discovered dotted throughout many systems has been concluded. Initially, 
dismissed as some form of you-are-here board for lost ships, transmitting in an obscure form of Morse code, dedicated commanders have now discerned their purpose. Yes, they are giant space selfie sticks. They do indeed photograph your ship and send you back a picture in a millennia-old line art. That was the news... And Dave, my currently new co-host, which we'll talk about in a minute, can't be with us tonight for technical reasons. Technical reason being, if I make it make a noise one more time, it's going to be rammed down my throat. That was the news. I was Dick Chafing. Thank you for tuning in. We'll speak to you after this short break. Chaviano Gateway Hall, there is a plaque upon the wall. What is it for, this marble mount? Listen to me, and I'll recount. The stories that I heard that night, here long ago, I cowered in fright. Whilst underneath the stars my fate was played out twixt the mad and great. One dark night, the valiant few the Hutton truckers and their crew set off for Maple, mugs in store, to cure the sick and heal the poor. This tiny band from Eden's son, the pirates counted twenty-one, but their translators out of tune, for that's our leader's nom de plume. Vanteon and Psycho Cow, no scars yet? Assemble now. At Ross 154 Form 8, all ships report, we can't be late. The wings were made, les jeux sont faits. At toll of eight, we sail away. Firework of wakes across the sky. Folk bow their heads and wave goodbye. Alien, cloaked in shadow, flew. With Mobius's help, her way was true. Jump by jump, the fleet grew tense. Irrational exuberance, there we stopped for fuel and tea. We gave the waverers choice to flee, and though we felt the rising gloom, we all flew on to meet our doom. As we passed on through Forculus, we heard reports of battles fierce between our friends and their dark foe. A shadow on our hearts did grow. We passed into uncharted space, a cold and lonely dangerous place. Desperate radio calls from friends as some of them met noble ends. We passed on through like ships at night, but lo, we see Maple in sight. Turn our ships and race for shade, run like the wind through their blockade. We hove in sight, our ships appeared. The mothers waved, the children cheered, the mugs are safe. Now journey ends, we drank a toast to absent friends. But something's coming, something new. A shadow passed across Pad 2, a murderous warship of renown, as Alarose came barreling down. I wheeled around and dove away while screaming, Freiheit, save the day! My brothers chased him, out of reach. Alarm bells ring, canopy breach. Dark echoes reverberate. The heavens blink. Higgs bosons shake, a dying ship. A helping hand. Is there a chance for one last stand? 
run for cover, Remlock on, two minutes till my hair is gone, but now vile treachery descends, another lurks amongst my friends. I might have made it, yes I might, but for Nonya's cobra strike, a searing blast, our mugs were fried. The mothers wept, the children cried. Dust and ashes, tears and pain, so near and yet so far again. When all hope's lost, what can we do? Our mission's failed. Can it be true? Fire and debris marks this place. Terrible beauty hangs in space. But smoke rolls back like shimmering water. Through it swims our last pink orca. Trumpets sound and church bells ring. The mothers laugh, the children sing. For this was the day the kids were freed by Hutton Trucker's daring deed. Mission complete. They leave the station, locked in missing man formation. We're off for now to our next meeting. Flossie's lost and overheating. So now you know, my stranger friend, how truckers met their bitter end. And when you pass this way again, look at this plaque and think of them. The truckers saved us from disease when I was a child and on my knees. But here I am, I still remain. Their sacrifice was not in vain. How awesome was that? That was a fantastic poem sent in by Javert to really just sort of mark the the what would you call it the his account of the weekend's convoy. And I am joined in the studio tonight by one of our fearless convoy special mission crew. That's right, Commander Skiprat. How are you, sir? I am very good, thank you. What do you think of that poem? It was epic, wasn't it? That was proper, proper awesome stuff. And I believe it being, uh, was it Poetry Day the other day or something? That was rather fitting. Yeah, oh no, it was when we got the lyrics, we knew we had to try and get it ready for tonight. So Dave gave it his vocal talents and then I applied some music to it. But it is a stunning bit of writing. Well done. Thank you so much, Javert, for sending that in. It really kind of gives us something to. Mark the event in a, in a way it deserves, but we're here joined by Skiprat. And Skiprat, you were a member of a very small team whose sole purpose was particularly secret. Uh, in fact, I wasn't sure that anybody knew what you guys were doing because we kept it right below our hats. And um, but I think it's maybe time now to just sort of let us know, right? So basically, you were in a team of four. So yep. who was with you? And what was your mission? I was with um, Commander Teljar, and I was also with... I can't remember their names off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Um, but well, we were with two other commanders as well. And basically, we were the meat shield for the convoy, going out front and putting our lives on the line to draw the attention of the pirates so the actual convoy could get through whilst we were acting as a decoy, basically. Yeah, you were with the commanders, it was Jester's Inc. And, crikey, who was that last one? 
I'm having a quick scan down because it was in the article and I've lost my bits of paper, never mind. Well, the four of you, every time we went to set our course... Um, let's have a look and see... It doesn't mention them, does it? Telju was there, Jester Zinc, yourself, and... How embarrassing is this? <laughs> oh, it's not embarrassing, it's quite normal for me. We also had, you know, we had a video sent in from B.I.G. showing the Truckers versus Code battle at Powell High when they actually flew out and blockaded the pirate station, which is genius as well. Oh, crikey. Hold on, am I getting a message through? Puppy! It was Commander Puppy. Thank you, Telja, for that, saving our backsides as we were going round in circles. So Telja, Puppy, Jester's Inc. and Skiprat. And they were in various different ships, disguised as traders. And when we set our course for the rest of the convoy, we sent them a wee quick message and they jumped ahead. They would then send back a sort of bizarrely coded message, which you may well have heard, things along the lines of, oh, the weather's nice here, or skip rats, this jar is empty of pirates. Um, they, they weren't particularly clever, but, you know, they were just to basically let us know that the road ahead was safe. And it did lead to a situation which has been caught on video, of you guys successfully holding pirates at bay and giving them a runaround to your own cost, but you managed to delay them and to keep them off the convoy long enough that the convoy could get through, and it was just epic to see. Was it, it was also epic to be in. Um, well, yeah, was, the Brave Sir Robin remove. Brave Sir Robin was the best manoeuvre that we could have done that day. It was awesome, and it was fun. Do you, do you miss not being part of the convoy, or or was it interesting just to play from a different point of view? I th- I think it was definitely interesting to play from a different point of view because it's kind of like a special ops, like a black team, if you know what I mean, out front. Uh, probably going to need a little bit more practice in the future, but it's something that adds a little something to it. You know what I mean? You kind of got the convoy behind expecting that there's like, you know, that they're going to be getting their mugs. They're going to have their wings, but they're not kind of going to be expecting special operations going on in the background to protect them, which kind of adds a little bit extra to the roleplay, if you yeah. my meaning. And what was really awesome was when we were getting the reports coming in and you did your jump and you just didn't know whether or not you were going to hit pirates in your instance or not and you would instantly scan your your target, your scanner and you'd see nothing and then you see the hollow icons suddenly come skipping into the centre and you're looking at them all, keeping an eye out if any of them go triangular, you know you might be in trouble and there's there's just no way to really uh, kind of get that sample of how exciting that actually was and how, you know, it was just so much fun to see and be part of it with that little bit of hint, that big hint of danger is just, ah. But, you know, um, you were obviously quite involved and I'm going to bring up another particular part of your wing as well, which is, of course, uh, Commander Telja, who joins us now. He was on your on your wing, so between the the two of you and Puppy and Jester Zinc, you kept that convoy rolling. Hello, everyone. Yes, basically, you said it all. I mean, we were here undercover, 
it was some kind of special, not on the, on the cover, but special operation. We were here to draw attention and to make sure the pirate notice us. And our two commander, I want to thank Puppies and um, Jester Inc., who were flying the battle cow. Uh, and they, ha they, they, they were fantastic in drawing attention and to make sure the pirate noticed them. We did everything we could to protect them. We have successfully uh, driven off some pirates who couldn't resist to uh, the appeal, of course, to the bounty, and they fall for it. So I, I might say that our operation was a success. Yeah, I think it. No, I think it was. I think we, we've not got the official numbers from Frontier. Obviously, there's been some server issues that have directed their attentions elsewhere. But we're hoping to get some good statistics and be able to feed them back to you to let you know how the how many mugs were delivered, for example. How many mugs did we get there? How many ships were destroyed? Um, but we'll maybe start with you guys. You've obviously been fighting the pirates throughout the convoy. Uh, was there any particular pirates of note? Did you get a kind of uh, demands from the pirates? Pirates? Did they just attack? What what kind of experiences did you have with the code? They basically attacked us. They never really asked for anything, but we I don't know. They, at least we did not receive any com. Maybe Jester and Commander Puppy uh, received some uh, communication, but we were not uh, aware of that. Yeah. Anyway, all we saw was a. Plasma guns and beam weapons uh, <laughs> burning our asses. <laughs> so you you were in uh, fighters though, so technically you shouldn't have been given any threats unless you were in a sort of a ship that was trading. But that's that's you know that's fine. We did get reports of other people that were um, held up that chose to run and were then destroyed. We had people who were not given the option and were destroyed. And then we had Dobble who dropped his cargo. Right then, this is brilliant. He dropped his cargo, and he started trying to jump. And he's going, "What? He's just—he's just shooting me. He's just, this. This isn't right." And then he went, "Oh, it's an NPC." <laughs> <laughs> This is just brilliant. And you know what? It was that kind of funny games in the night when we heard Flossie had tried to move two stars with her ship out of the way of the convoy unsuccessfully and had gone pop again. Oh, it was that that made the fun of it. But, you know, if you had to highlight uh, your particularly favourite part of the evening, you know, is there any particular event? Skip Rat, we'll go to you first. Any particular oh. event that you will forever hold dear to your heart from that convoy? Uh, one of the T9s got um, interdicted and was going through the motions of the pirates um, requesting uh, they hand over cargo and stuff. And we just turn up, and obviously because we're in um, vultures, uh, it all went a bit pear-shaped and it turned into a fireball. And that was kind of interesting. <laughs> so it went from a peaceful, oh, we're going to take some cargo <laughs> into a nice, great, big, fat fireball of a fight. And I can't remember what happened after that. <laughs> you got hit in the head, did you? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I basically, I probably turned a towel and ran. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell you the same question to you. Do you have a, a particular highlight of the evening that will forever stay with you fondly? Or maybe not fondly, maybe at a particular nightmare part of the evening? Yeah, I think the pre uh, there was a moment it was scary. Because um, I think we might, might have some connection issues, so I find myself uh, with um, 
three commanders with with the wings and we were only two and what I was facing was scary because I was fighting against the infamous gluttony fang wings so it was anacondas clipper and I was I, I, I stayed in combat as long as I could but I was only with my vulture Jester was just just bring up Puppy was God knows where Skipper was known to be found <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I am in a deep trouble because I was literally below the belly of the of um, commander. Um, uh, sorry, Lieutenant Fang's clipper. I was like, okay, I think I am, I am maybe too close to, <laughs> from his beam lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a scary moment because it was great fun. I was like, okay, it is, uh, uh, it is nice to 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 be here, and um, I was. Uh, very impressed to uh, to fight against them, but it was overwhelming. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, I've got a, a message in from Dobbo. <laughs> it's not very happy that I outed him on air, uh, and he has demanded that I correct my statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, he I demand that you leave it as it is because it's awesome. <laughs> well, no, it does, this, this doesn't make it any much too much better. I have to add, he says he dropped his diversion cargo. He wants it on record that he got all of the thirty mugs he started with right to the end. And, and you know that's that's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. So um, yes, double. I'm not sure that makes it any better that you dropped any cargo for an NPC, but you know, <laughs> it's on record for you now. You managed to get there. I have to say, one of my favourite moments was when I joined the Teamspeak channel and couldn't see. <laughs> any of the other channels for people's names and I went oh, what the hell's going on here and we were up at about 110 at that point uh, we had to make an expansion to the server to allow more people on which was just epic to have that number of people in here and still to be able to manage to coordinate the convoy was I don't know how we managed it but hats off to all the wing commanders I know some of them were thrown in at the deep end as we got down to the end where there wasn't people who were maybe not experienced that had to take a wing lead and they did the best, we all got there, We some hit, some of us hit pirates and things like that, that's absolutely fine we played together, we got there and we sold the fortune but seeing those contacts on your scanner was epic and I have to point out, from the last convoy to this convoy the number of hollows on your scanner have increased for sure we had far more ships in instances than we've seen before. And there was no lag on the instance either. And that was spectacular. <laughs> I'm just really going for a snack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. probably eating, tapping on his cable again. But no, nah, it, 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 was, it was being at the front of the convoy and going to some of the star systems where there was literally nobody in there and then all of a sudden you could have like 16 to 20 uh, yes. commanders literally jump in within 30 seconds. It was just a, it was a sight to behold when, when, when you're there on your own and then it's like, boom, it's full. And that was really impressive. That was really was. good. A big, yeah, huge highlight. And, and something that we have to applaud everyone who got involved. Thank you so much. You made it an awesome event. I know it wasn't as relaxed as the cutting convoy because we didn't have that long period of time. It was pretty fast-paced. It was pretty intense. The danger sense was off the scale. 
But we did it, we got there, and we didn't lose too many of you. If you did lose a ship, we salute you for your sacrifice, but thank you so much. If you were a pirate and you were there trying to get cargo off of us, thank you for turning up. It was awesome. Everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. It couldn't have gone any better, I don't think. Uh, obviously, we all dream of the day where we can have 250-odd ships in the one session so we can see that beautiful stretched-out convoy. Maybe we, maybe the technology will uh, advance in such a way that the networking protocols will support it at some point. So we look forward to those days. But for now, we need to go to a little break. And what I'm going to do here is, because the if you're listening on the radio, which you are, because I'm not broadcasting on anything else, you're going to get some real-world adverts, and we will be back in two minutes. And what I'm going to do while you're away is play a little song that was sent in by Dobble. We played it on the night, and it's the Hutton Hollager song, and it's pretty damn funky. So I'm going to play that now while you go for a little break, and we'll see you in a minute or two. Exactly. <laughs> the very model of a modern Hutton Hollager. Cargo's place for vegetable, anima and polymer. I know the kings of empire space and from the flights imperial. From Akana to Zatharog in order, categorical. I'm very well acquainted too with cargo that is mineral. I understand what Rothal is, that knowledge is quite clinical. I've even mined some inite in both planet rings and asteroids. With lasers that were purple, chipping chunks of that were trapezoid. Very good at docking and flying through the toaster rack. I always quest permission, so in person flying to crude I like. So when it comes to trading in both beryllium and polymer, I am the very model of a modern Hutton Hollager. I also trade in slaves, both standard and imperial. Some say it is unethical, but for me that's immaterial. What matters are the profits, and I find them insurmountable. When trading for the condor, the credits are quite countable. When flying out to Hutton, I listen to the radio. I route it to the speakers, so it's blasting out in stereo. The presenters are the commanders, Van Tayen and Psychocal. Which only goes to remind me that my next one should be way too slow. Approaching destinations, I do not do a loop of shame. Then in through the slot, I fly and onto the pad. I aim in short when trading in pesticides and polymer. I am the very model of a modern hunter-knowledger. Hutton Orbital. The best years of your life are 100,000 light seconds behind you. We are back in the room. I am hoping to speak to uh, Commander Flossie at some point in the the next evening, but they don't. She doesn't seem to be around at the current minute. And I, oh, 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 I have a message indeed. Hello, Commander Flossie. Can you hear me? Can I can hear you? Can you hear me? Ah, hello, Commander Flossie. Uh, seeing as we took your name in vain earlier on and described your experiences in the convoy. We were talking about your exploits and your um, trying to move two suns out of the way of the convoy on your own. What ship were you were flying that gave you the impression that that would be possible? Uh, I was in the in a Type Six. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Floss, I don't know. You've given us so much entertainment over the last couple of convoys and the game events. Uh, um, We'd miss you if you didn't turn up. It's just, it's like Simon going in the wrong direction. We just sit there waiting for the, you know, I can't get it into Super Cruise. It won't jump. Why am I not getting faster? And all these kind of things that you've brought absolute joy to the convoys. Thank you very much for that. But, you know, loss of ship aside, how did you find it? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I enjoyed it overall. Um, I was keeping up nicely. And I say it wasn't until I, I thought I'd, well, it was a mistake on the on the route. And I tried to, I think I worked it out. And I went to the next star. Um, but then I started doubting myself. I thought, oh, maybe I have got it wrong. And I started looking for the next one. And it, I was just getting generally in a panic by then. Because I couldn't see anybody either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was just trying to work and thinking, well, did I go at the right place? And what's the next one? I can't see that one. I think I just about worked, managed to find it on the galaxy map and went to to do the jump and found that I was, I was uh, hitting the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, heck, I don't know. Anyway, just as I realised it, it dropped into normal space and... Uh, then I was trying to get away from it and the heat was just going up and up and up and I thought, how could I, I can't get away, I can't get away, it's just going up and up and I was calling on the radio, I can't get away from the sun. <laughs> and uh, oh, just panic set in, I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> Till I blew up. And then, then, yeah, then that decision was taken out of your hand, so you scattered some beautiful mugs into a nice big glossy. And and the brandy. (laughs) And the brandy, but that helps them burn. (laughs) But I I just wish I hadn't docked at the uh, Ross, because if I hadn't have docked there, I would have respawned at Hutton, and I could at least have got some more mugs. Ah, that that could have been a smart move, actually. I think. It could have been. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's for the next time. That's a great kind of idea. Dock at Hutton first. Well, it's no good for the big ships, but for the small ships, it means that they could just quickly grab another ton and then follow the route and try and catch up. How did you find the two-minute jump intervals? Was that was that adding to your stress levels? No, I was finding them all right. It was just giving me just nicely enough time to, to find the next jump and to, to do a bit of sco- fuel scooping and... Before we jumped to the next one, it was, uh, yeah, it was all right. I was keeping up nicely anyway, which until, is good for me. <laughs> until you're a bit. Well, that's, that's absolutely fantastic, and you enjoyed it overall. So you'll join oh, us for our, our next big event. We haven't got anything particularly set in stone at this point, but there are a number of things in, in the plans. Uh, one that will suit explorers. I'm going to have a chat with Dobbo next about that. Yeah, I'm hoping to get more into it exploring myself. I just wish we had more commanders. <laughs> more commanders? What, is it a particular explorers group that you're in? Well, I'm actually in the uh, the first Great Exhibition Expedition. <laughs> well, and, uh, there was an exclusive well, live on air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always doing that. <laughs> Expedition. Yes, the first great expedition. I know Dob was part of that as well. Yes. Mindwipe, Ian for Reichdars in that as well. So you were saying you you wished there was more commanders. Do you just mean that they're maybe all. That that, that we had, that that could use more than one 
you know, if I wanted to fly, do some exploring, I could go on as one commander. If I wanted to just do some uh, trading, I could go on yes. as another commander. Just like multiple commanders. I think there's an awful lot of call for that, and you know, Frontier mm. are certainly well aware of it. So hopefully, at some point, they might well, come in with that. Because I know that was definitely the original uh, intention yeah, was to have I multiple that, commanders. But, but could you? This is the, this is the sort of billion-dollar question on that particular point: is can you face starting another commander back at zero? <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's not too bad because uh, we are. Been uh, alpha back, uh, get the cobra straight away, so that's not such a bad thing. <laughs> I think I could, and also if you can, if you could transfer credits between your own commanders, that would make things a bit easier. That, I mean, that that's a, bit, a sort of good shout, and possibly something they would have to consider to, to allow you to sort of maybe you could share ships. Yeah, yeah. So you know, oh. it's one of those things. It'd be nice to be able to do that because it, definitely you're 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 spot on. Well, you get some. Something like this, and you, you're way out somewhere exploring, you, and you want to take part in an event, and you then got to start making your way back, like uh, one of them did, didn't he? Um, I forget who it was now, but I know somebody was out exploring, and I made the long journey back to do the uh, Hutton run. Yeah, well, we had Reichdar was way out, we had Mindwipe who blew up. Um, but you know that is one of those things we also had Dobbo as well he came back and Commander Van who was way out in the middle of nowhere it took him until I think it was the last night the last convoy he managed to arrive 20 minutes after the convoy which was fantastic so yeah I mean we're going to have more events going forward that's for sure we've thoroughly enjoyed them I'm not sure what the next official truckers one will be but I think we're going to try and (laughs) highlight some of the other community goals. There's nothing I could find that's coming up this week that struck me as being out of the ordinary. I don't know if there's any community goals you've noticed. Uh, I must admit I've not really been in the game much since <laughs> since last weekend. No. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I am a bit notorious <laughs> In various games, for getting myself into trouble. <laughs> just being suggested to us that possibly what you might benefit most from is when we get to the multiple commanders that can fly mm-hmm. with you and that you could maybe have a navigator with you or, or someone to read the map to keep you <laughs> on the right path. <laughs> I need to start now. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. I'm going to go and swap you down now and I'm going to bring Dob up for a quick chat. But thank you very much for taking part and making it so much fun. Well, thank you very much. I'll try to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later on. Thank you. Right, so we're going to bring little Dobble up. Hello, Dobble. You require me to give you a special button push, which is this one. Good evening, Dobble. How are you? I'm fine. Um, I've just silenced Hutton Radio because I suddenly had a bit of a cross-channel talk, as you can imagine. It does drive you a little bit bonkers having me in stereo, but with a delay between... It just, yeah, well, having me in your ears is a bad thing at the best of times. Uh, there was a couple of things, actually, I wanted to chat to you yes. about. Um, one in particular was, of course, that during our newscast, we mentioned that the alien unknown artefact... Sorry, I said alien. We don't know that. It's unknown. It's an unknown mm. artefact has been worked out that it's yes. just a, an intergalactic selfie stick. Yes, um, I'm not sure what I think about that. I actually managed—I got some intel earlier and picked one up uh, just after 1.4 dropped, um, and it was interesting carrying it. 
lot of work to keep your your ship fry. Um, I heard some commanders were thinking of taking it to the core. Good luck to them. If they manage to get any distance, I'm amazed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just what I mean, when, when I was speaking to Dave uh, Van der On earlier on, and he said it's a you know it's a selfie stick, and I told him to stick it up his backside, and that he was telling me mm. porky pies, and then no. He's not. Obviously, that's a simplistic look at it. It basically takes a, a sort of snapshot of your ship and then it converts it into the sort of vector points. Would that be right uh, in Morse code? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really been following the unknown artifact because I didn't find one way back when when others did. So um, I'm. It was one of those things that I haven't found one. I concentrated on other things within the game, like exploring with the FG and stuff like that. So I really haven't tracked where the unknown artifacts go. Oh, okay. So I'll catch it as it comes. Yeah, not not my area of expertise within the game. Because so obviously, the interesting thing is why would there be something taking photographs and converting this information, and where is it sending it to? Which is the next questions as well. But first of all, you were involved yeah. in our our massive convoy on Saturday night. Yes, I was one of the wing commanders brought in at the last uh, moment, and I did my best, and I really admire those people that could do the job well because i don't think i can um <laughs> and <laughs> stress is not something that i um cope with well when i've got to make snap decisions i like time to think things through and that that was what made it fun so i want to put my thanks out to everyone who was involved in my wing sorry guys can't remember your names now um but everyone involved our side and theirs because it was the best fun i've had in the game so far Intense. Um, I came up with plans. I executed some of those plans. They may not have been appropriate at the time, but I had, at least I had a plan. <laughs> it's, it was it was spectacular. I mean, I'm not sure that when we came up with the concept of two minutes between jumps, that we realised actually that's pretty damn quick when you, when you put it into practice and you've just arrived and you're going what do, what, what, what do you mean we're going, no 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 not a minute hold on a minute and you're like sending messages yeah. to the rest of your wing going right this is the system are you guys already okay mm. throttle up and then you go right okay I'm going to hit jump and it goes mass lock no no and then you're already another yes. minute behind and oh it was actually it wasn't phonetic because uh, you gave me the heads up and I got the route um, the day before, I flew it and I came up with the messages to transmit saying where the next jump was, how far it was. Because one of the things that's useful, we found in the expedition when flying in formation great distances, is the first thing when you're looking at your nav, pack, your nav panel is you want the distance because you can then find that distance quickly. So I, I use some of that expertise to help things. So I only had one message really to transmit, which was where we're going to next. Uh, I think most people had the list anyway, which helps. Um, and then, yeah, it was just a case of watching for the um, your wing leader's engines to throttle up. You get the notification and everyone throttled up on that. No, that, that, that part of it went quite smoothly. Um, yeah, and then it's looking for hollow triangles in your scanners and preparing to duck. That's the difficult bit, yes. When you're coming in there and you've got that scanner full of little hollow squares with a few triangles, you're desperately trying to figure out, are there pirates here? If so, 
where are they? Can I keep them off my six so they can't interdict me? Yes, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was a totally different way. Now, I know that you were a proponent of the solo groups and the player groups to be in private groups, even rather than play solo groups. But I, yes, I do, I, I do hold to the theory that it's nice to have them there so that if, as can often happen and has happened to me, you get hit frequently over a short period of time you can pop into somewhere where you can settle into your game do what you want to do at the time and calm down um it's annoying when the game kills you but it's really annoying when you get killed three times in two days by i'm not going to call them pirates because they never ask for cargo so they're not pirates they're homo homo oh what's the oh what's the word i'm looking for Homicidal, that's it. Homicidal killers. Possibly that's a strong label, but basically they're people that are not interested. They're just interested in player killing, and you know um, some people get off on that, and that's yeah, that's uh, their way to play. But and and this is the one argument that I, I know people ooh. are really keen on having everybody forced into the open play. But I think that Elite Dangerous won a watch when they decided to create these groups because as much as we said at first, well, everyone's going to be in private groups, and that's kind of panned out. It really has because the mm. Mobius group is extremely popular and rightly yeah. so but equally that's 8,000 people in that group that might not play 12. the game oh is it 12 now oh my goodness 12 now yeah 12,000 players that might otherwise just not play oh yeah I, and, and you know and then we can create these little events that mm. bring them out to try and they make friends and then these groups get bigger mm. I mean you know I, I don't I don't play <sighs> private groups myself but you know, after one experience when I joined the power and then got hammered, I decided that in order to finish what I was trying to get done in the small time that I had left, if I dropped down into the Mobius group, and I sometimes drop mm. into the Mobius group from a social point of view, just to yeah. fly around and say hello to people and then go back to my open mode. Yeah. And um, I don't have, I've not been griefed. I've not had the misfortune of having those experiences that would make me <laughs> hesitant. No. I, I, I've been properly pirated and I love the experience of being pirated because I bartered the guy down a couple of times, I think it was. Not much. Uh, it was a fair trade um, and that was awesome. That was awesome fun that I had. But I don't find being pulled out of hyperspace and weapons opening with no option but to fight fun. So yeah. my message to those who say, that's what the game is. No, it isn't. The game is far richer than that. Um, I Up until 1.4, I proudly stated I tried everything in the game. I can't claim that now because I haven't done a bit of QC, CQC. It's not for me. I'm not into player versus player combat because I'm not very good at it. Um, and because that isn't my style of play. But I'd love to play an open more. I love playing with other players. Um, I love the community stuff, which is why I'm a member of the FGE. I, I like that us-against-the-environment type situation, which, to some extent, the Hatton combo was. Bear yes. um, was involvement for other players. That was awesome. Played it in open play in a Cobra with 30 <laughs> mugs, and my attitude was I will fly with the fleet and try and get the mugs through, and if I lose the mugs... I will then come back and just hammer pirates. You know, I'd be out there with Skippy leading leading the charge just 
as the diversion ship be damned. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to we have to take our hats and nod the code and the various pirate factions that got involved because they did so in a in a very on the level way with us and. You know, they played the game brilliantly. It was so nice to be flying into a, a, a trap. It's just absolutely... Yeah. It was epic. And it, I think yeah. it was just, you know, so hats off to Gluttony Fang for a, a job well done. And I know some of the excitement and the fear that commanders had when they pulled the scanner up and went, oh, crap, that's Gluttony yeah. Fang in my end. Oh, my God, he's attacking me. And it was just that wonderful uh, sense of, you know, stumbling across a, a ship with a black flag and the skull yeah. and crossbones and going... Oh no! Now it's going to hurt. But yeah, yeah. That did, I, I, I'm almost sorry. That, I know. I'll say that I am sorry that I wasn't pirated because it would have been a really good experience to be up against people playing like that. If it, if someone did shoot my cargo hatch out for me, that would have been absolutely awesome. I would thoroughly have enjoyed that, and that. As it was, I got mugs through. Just, <laughs> I would, I would um, slip my ship into reverse to try and keep everything in. <laughs> Fly backwards for the rest of the journey. <laughs> I deliberately didn't... Because I, I flew in the Cobra, because it's a, it's a great fun ship to fly, which means I could help with the loading up and the unloading at the other end, though I didn't find anyone who needed unloading, unfortunately. Um, but I did deliberately fly the whole flight without an extra tank or a fuel scoop so i really did need the uh, fuel rats uh, halfway through that was awesome to be fueled up by those guys um and to be dependent on someone else is exactly what i signed up for this game when i joined way way back in june of well, do you realize 2013 now Oh man, well, it that seems long like, ago, seems yeah, like forever, doesn't it? It seems like, and it also seems like yesterday. The fuel rats, yeah, yeah absolutely. We, I don't think we can give them enough, uh, enough praise and thanks for their involvement. They sacrificed ship after ship. They got attacked. They got tangled mm. up in the battles. They had wings protecting their fuels. <laughs> they fueled pirates as well. I, I believe they got interdicted <laughs> and forced to fuel, fuel a pirate, and that, that's that's oh, just yeah. awesome. You know, this this. That this is awesome. Something else the, we were planning on, which is something that I, I right. want to talk to you about specifically, because I know you and, and Flossie, of course, being part mm. of the first great expedition, we have yes. a, an idea for uh, a sort of quick competition coming up at some point. We're going to try and set a way that people are going to pick up a mug and travel it around key locations collecting evidence of them being there with the mug uh, before finally heading out to Sajay and chucking it into the, <laughs> in, so to speak, <laughs> with evidence. And the first one to complete mm. that kind of course would then win themselves a real-life hut and mug. Does that kind of tickle your explorer uh, nerve or your um, appetite? I wouldn't say it, tick- I didn't, it doesn't tickle my explorer nerve. I'm when I go out exploring, I love exploring for exploring's sake. Um, one of our guys has got to the far side of the galaxy and has shown this awesome shot looking back where you've just got this bright field of wedge of stars across the um, screen with black above and below because you're out there. I want to go out there. So I, I explore for those beautiful views. But the community race to get a hug, uh, uh, to get a mug out to Sajay and dump it into the black hole. I'm up for that. <laughs> Just because it's fun. Um, 
as Flossy said, I want a second commander seat because Frontier has given us too much in the game now to do everything I want to do easily. Okay, yep. Yeah, that's fair enough. No, it's absolutely sounds. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, we're trying to think of content that approaches you know, and, and and attracts different player groups to try different things. Uh, one thing that mm. I've not done in game, you're talking about, you've not done CQC, and I love CQC. Um, and mm. one thing I've not touched in game, uh, when you go to my stats, it still says zero. And it will probably still say zero for quite some time. <laughs> and that's mining. It just doesn't appeal to me. I love mining. It's zen. It's just nice sitting there quieting there. In my anaconda now, I can earn about four million um, a mining trip. Okay, it's not the fastest way of earning money in the game. I don't think I've ever used the fastest way of earning money in the game. But for me, this game is a... It's a marathon, not a sprint. So I'm not after the fastest way. I'm just after a reasonably um, it's a fun, fun way of yes, yeah, of, and explore. I've always wanted to explore the galaxy. Always have, you know. Back when I was fifteen, if someone had offered me a a seat on the um, shuttle, I'd have said yes. Even after it blew up, I'd have still said yes because I want to get into space. I always have. My so, earliest memories of watching the moon landings, and that's dating me, I know, but that's what my earliest memories are. Commander tells you is firing a message to me that mining is awesome. Uh, might well be. It's just not for me. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's the thing. Uh, yes, that's yes. The, there is, people do say that there's not much depth in Elite, but there's so much you can do. I've it's just huge depth. Gone it, yeah. back to my home system where my planet and my station are, and mm. I'm having a look at the power balance there and seeing now that I've got a huge amount of cash behind me, whether or not I fancy you know t- tilting the balance of power in my system and uh, having a go. Yeah, I the the games the game is obviously not complete. I mean, if David Braben's got a ten-year plan. Um, then there's some pretty awesome stuff coming up. I think we can all be, we can safely say that. My biggest criticism, I suppose, at the moment of Frontier is they don't seem to be putting a lot of effort into areas of the game which would allow us, the players, to create some great in-game content. Um, for example, in the FGE, we were looking at how we could explore if exploring was difficult and how we could work together as a team. We were looking forward to things like the um, wear and tear breaking down your components on your ship, so there would be a limit to how far you could explore without support. We were looking at ways of doing that. Uh, we were looking forward to having ship-to-ship docking so we could trade and set up an economy within the group to work that mechanism and if i could say anything to frontier it would be please look at providing some some fairly simple things like ship to ship docking with trading between the players because imagine how that could be used by the fuel rats by the expedition by player trader cooperatives all sorts of things could be used there with just that ability to transfer goods uh, and 
and or money between players directly. We've been having a a very similar conversation with the guys from Code talking about when you approach other groups to come and help you out, it would be wonderful rather than doing what currently you do is they get collector drones and you drop cargo for however many hours it takes to reach the value. So they're aware of all these things and I think it really just comes down to they're not willing to rush and put a feature in and then rue the bugs that they didn't see. But you know, we just have to wait and see. Horizons is is on the horizon. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's not long now. Um, I think it will drop end of November. That would be my guess. I think Frontier would want Horizons out and in the, sh- the shops for Christmas. That makes an awful lot of commercial sense. They did the same last year, after all, with the drop of um, uh, the main game itself. Um, Yes, so I'm looking forward to Horizons. Um, I want to take my buggy. It's a buggy. It's not an SRV. It's a buggy. Um, on that front, though, I'm looking forward to the submersible buggy with a, ye- a custom yellow paint job with a large black four on the side <laughs> and, a green, um, and a green anaconda skin job with a large white two on the side so we can go out and play Thunderbirds. Oh, dearly me, double. <laughs> Oh, dear yes. me. That's... This is my childhood. I grew up with Thunderbirds. They were awesome. <laughs> oh, dear me. Well, you know, thank, you for, thank you for joining me tonight. It's been, uh, yes. it's been a very interesting, <laughs> possibly more revealing than you intended, uh, insight to your childhood. But, you know, it's that's fair yes. enough. I have a, a bone or three to, to uh, pick with you. You're... you're Collecting the insults against me, what with um, Dobbo, Kamek, Lakecon, and now, and now the cargo drop scandal. So yes, I know we're, we're building a we're building a big yes. case file for you. But yeah, yes. keep, keep an eye on, on on. We'll try and keep the first expedition involved in mm. our plans for this other competition because I think it suits oh, us yes. a little bit. And, and and again, anybody else that's listening that wants yeah. to take part in a kind of a tour of the systems and and have a go and try and see if you can win these mugs. Um, but I'm going to put you back down in the chat. Thanks, Dobble, and then we're going to okay. have a quick break. And Pleasure. Thank you. So, yeah, we're going to jump to a quick minute, two-minute break, and we will be back after these messages. Unfortunately, you get real-world ones. Can't help that. Sorry. I say, old chap, isn't it early to be drinking? Centauri Megagin, don't mind if I do. Oh, bugger. I appear to have dropped my cocktail stick. Centauri Megagin, for the gentleman in you. Yar, har, fiddle de being a pirate is our recipe. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Yar, we be the cold, and we be heading towards Hutton Orbital. Forget the pirate cold. Forget polite piracy and privateers. We're going for shits and giggles. Get your arse over to Hutton and join in the fun. Yar, the code. We be farmers and we be pirates. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Yar, har, fiddle Being a pirate is a recipe. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, 
I'll trade anything to earn me more credits. But what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lake On Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lacon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. And we, hopefully, hopefully, we should, we should be back. Yeah, we are. We are indeed. Sorry about that, guys. It's a bit, it gets, it gets a little bit confusing because I can't see my timer. Right, so, what I wanted to do was have a wee quick sort of wrap-up of tonight and talk about uh, something that the Hutton Truckers team did for me today uh, when I received a package in the post uh, that I didn't expect. And I didn't. I saw a Facebook post thanking me personally for all the help I've done. It is a team effort, and I know that you should be gracious when uh, thanks is sent your way. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, it really does. I, I do appreciate the the thank yous from you all and the kind words. And you're all mental and big softies. <laughs> but um, I was sent a little uh, interesting co-host for this evening who I'm not allowed to put on to because it drives my wife crazy. But I'm going to give you a quick sh- um, a quick sample before she shouts at me. Here we go. He's just waking up. I'm having a scratch, I think. <coughs> He's giving you all a wave. That's nice, isn't it? Thank you, Dave. That's really kind of you. <laughs> oh, no, a, I'm a funny guy. What can I say? Right, I better turn it off before the wife throws something. <clears throat> That's that, that done. And they even sent a lovely little bouquet of flowers to Mrs. Cow in an apology for stealing me away for all my time. So thank you so much, guys. It was really... <laughs> Susie shouting thank you as well for it really did mean a lot. Thanks very much. It's been a, it's been so much fun though, and and I think you know if it wasn't fun we just wouldn't do it, would we? I just think we'd just go eh, well whatever. So <laughs> it's been fantastic. Thank you very much to my fellow team members. Now this is important. This is an important important message for all of you mug winners out there. Now, we did a, an email out a while ago and I got a number of responses back with addresses to send these mugs to. And I have to say the responses were around about 90% uh, of people responded. Now, whether or not emails went to spam or not, I sent out a second run of emails tonight to the people that I don't have addresses for currently. I have now sent out all the mugs. We had a number of mugs that were rejected. So, I'm going to have to wait for the replacements now to fulfil the remainders, which is fine. That's not a problem. It gives us some time to collect these addresses and get ready for them. Most of you, uh, the international mugs have been sent out this morning. They will be with you most likely in about two weeks, two to three weeks. So, um, yeah, if you don't get them by the end of the month, uh, then I would drop us an email and let us know. Unfortunately, customs can delay these things, but you'll know that. It's, it's, It's fairly straight forward is well packed should arrive in pristine condition if it doesn't let me know we'll get a replacement out to you it's not a problem 
and let us know when you get them. Get a tweet, get a picture, send it into I took part at huttonorbital.com with a picture of your mug so we can stick it up on our Facebook page or on the website because it's just awesome seeing you guys get these things and it means something to you. So in the interests of trying to get the final addresses, I'm just going to have a little quick rundown on all the winners that I have yet to receive an address from. Now, a number of the emails that I've sent out today... I have had responses and I've been able to update the spreadsheet. So, as I go down the list, we are looking for Commander Bronco, Commander Kane Syafas, I think that is, that's an interesting one, Commander Cloak, Commander, no, we got that one in, Commander Ferion, F-E-A-R-I-O-N, Ferion, I've sent you an email as well. Sorry to Galactic Midden, who wanted me to arrange a meet-up, and I did, and then I forgot to bring his mug. I'll try and fix that another time. We also have Commander Melchior Sternfels, who is due a mug and should be emailing us in, please, if you want to email factionleaders at huttonorbital.com, or if you can find the email that I've sent you and reply to it, that'd be ideal. Commander NB109, we don't have an address for you either... Commander Waxman or Wax M4N, Commander Zenoic, Commander Doctor Strange, Love, and Annabelle Terra. I did send out a message to um, Oya55 by mistake. I've got your address. In fact, I think that's been passed on to the relevant department. Um, Annabelle Terra, you are a winner of the Faction Mugs from Frontier. So if you can give us an address, we'll pass it on to Frontier on your behalf. Uh, If you do not want the mug, if you don't want to give out your personal details, uh, that's not a problem. You can ask us to pass it on to somebody else if you'd rather. Or if you're coming to the Fantasticon convention in a couple of weeks' time, I will hopefully, and this is now because so many people wanted them posted out and I didn't expect to have any rejects quality-wise. So I'm actually out of pristine mugs. So we will have uh, whatever I can bring with me for Fantasticon and you are welcome to come up and say, hello, I'm a mug winner. As long as you can give me your email address and your commander name, I can refer it against the list and I can give you your prize. We will be there. We've got a number of truckers coming down to that, which is awesome. Now, we have another competition that we've been running through the convoy. And this one, we've got one for the best pirate. And we've got one for the best trucker, as voted for by the opposite team. Now, there's, we've got a number of nominations, and nominations are still open, so please, if you had an experience that was awesome with a pirate, and you were a trucker, then please email us in, tell us what happened, and nominate that particular pirate and then we will either if we haven't got any clear winners we will do a random draw for all the pirate names and then they will win a prize and the same goes to you pirates out there if you could nominate a trucker that either i don't know maybe gave you a run for your money but in such a way that it left you impressed or maybe left you laughing Maybe maybe you were behind the NPC pirate when Dobbo dropped his cargo. Maybe you couldn't rob him for laughing. Maybe the tears in the eyes caused you to steer off into a sun and die. We want to know. Nominate your favourite trucker, please. And again, we will issue a prize. But one of the prizes that we had overall, just for proof that you took part, was the hashtag for the mug. And we got a number of entries in. Now, the key thing was this was to win a season's pass 
uh, I think that's right, yep, a season's pass, including Horizons, which is amazing prize. Now, this was donated to us by a member of the community, and he, there, he, there's, I don't know if it's a he or she, their only condition was that it goes to somebody that hasn't got it. And amazingly, it would be awesome if the winner of that particular prize was somebody that couldn't have afforded it otherwise. That would be perfect. Absolutely perfect. So if you have entered that competition, if we come to you as our drawn winner and you already have it covered, if you're an alpha back or whatever, we would really appreciate you just sort of saying, no, actually, I've already got this. I've got no use for it. It's, uh, or if you've got somebody in mind that is in that particular category that they don't have the Horizons Pass and, and they desperately want it but couldn't afford it, then please let us know so that we can meet the conditions of our extremely generous donor. Uh, I think I have covered everything. I think that is where we wanted to be. Give me a second while I just go and double check with my team and make sure that there's no messages coming and Snos created an email so that we gave out... I've given out the wrong email address again. Oh. Sorry, Andrew. Just as well I check in, isn't it? So I said faction leaders at hutandorbital.com. That's not right. It's faction team at hutandorbital.com. So if you could email your address to faction team at hutandorbital.com. We don't have a faction leaders at hutandorbital.com. We've only got a faction team at hutandorbital.com. I'm a numpty and I shouldn't be allowed out on my own. I think that's quite clear. I've made that. Don't call me a monkey. Um, Dave the monkey is with me in the studio. So please do keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. We've had some amazing stories in from people that took part on Wednesday. Uh, On Wednesday? (laughs) On Saturday on the convoy. It was brilliant. it It was high intensity, I have to say. It was actually quite fast flowing faster than I thought it was going to be and there was no time for carry on and I love the carry on so hopefully our next event will have a little bit more room for some carry on and no matter if not but we had a number of stories sent in from people who had some hysterical events we've got a story in from a pirate as well yes you know who you are and he is desperate to get his hands on this season's pass Um, he is desperate to get it he's just Every time he sees me, he's like, oh, have you drawn the winner yet? We will hopefully have a winner for you very, very soon. So we had uh, that particular poem that we opened the show with, um, which was a little poem sent in by Commander Javert, and we think it's absolutely awesome. I'm going to play us out with it at the end of the show, and then a couple of tunes before I close down for the evening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This will be available immediately afterwards on our HuttonOrbital.com website. Keep an eye on the news page there. All the events coming up are there. You can find them in the forum on Elite Dangerous's Forums and Frontier uh, forum site. You can find the events on Facebook as well. If you want to be part of our team, then do find the Hutton Truckers Orbital, sorry, Hutton Orbital Radio Truckers group and put in a little join. We'll be happy to have you. 
keep a looking at the website. We'll try and keep all these things updated. We've obviously got the Twitter at Hutton Orbital. <clears throat> and, of course, we are now on iTunes, so that you can listen to these ridiculous shows and um, take part or replay them and have a go yourself if you are unfortunate not to be able to be part of it. And then you'll get that kind of live happening experience as well, which is brilliant fun. And um, that's about it. Thank you very much for tuning in tonight. It's been awesome to have you. Otherwise, I'm just some bloke sitting in a room talking to himself. Not that that would be any different to any other night here, but it's at least nice to know that there's maybe one or two people listening to me and I have to chat with Dobbo and Flossie and Skiprat and Tilda and all these awesome people that we've met through these convoys. But for now, let's have a listen to this particularly awesome poem. I'm just going to find the introduction for it because it's very important that we do this. So I'm going to give this, this one. This poem is called The Ballad of Chaviano Gateway. 10th of October... 3401, Chaviano Gateway. A young trader asks an old man about the Battle of Maypore. At Chaviano Gateway Hall, there is a plaque upon the wall. What is it for, this marble mount? Listen to me, and I'll recount. The stories that I heard that night, here long ago, I cowered in fright. Whilst underneath the stars my fate was played out twixt the mad and great. One dark night, the valiant few, the Hutton truckers and their crew, set off for Maple, mugs in store, to cure the sick and heal the poor. This tiny band from Eden's son, the pirates counted twenty-one, but their translators out of tune, for that's our leader's nom de plume. Vanteon and Psycho Cow, no scars yet? Assemble now. At Ross 154 Form 8, all ships report, we can't be late. The wings were made, les jeux sont faits. At Toll of 8, we sail away. Firework of wakes across the sky, folk bow their heads and wave goodbye. Alien, cloaked in shadow, flew. With Mobius's help, her way was true. Jump by jump, the fleet grew tense. Irrational exuberance, there we stopped for fuel and tea. We gave the waverers choice to flee, and though we felt the rising gloom, we all flew on to meet our doom. As we passed on through Forculus, we heard reports of battles fierce between our friends and their dark foe. A shadow on our hearts did grow. We passed into uncharted space, a cold and lonely, dangerous place. Desperate radio calls from friends, as some of them met noble ends. We passed on through like ships at night, but lo, we see Maple in sight. Turn our ships and race for shade. Run like the wind through their blockade. We hove in sight. Our ships appeared. The mothers waved. The children cheered. The mugs are safe. Now journey ends. We drank a toast to absent friends. But something's coming. Something new. A shadow passed across Pad 2. A murderous warship of renown. As Alarose came barreling down. 
I wheeled around and dove away while screaming, Freiheit, save the day. My brothers chased him, out of reach. Alarm bells ring, canopy breach. Dark echoes reverberate. The heavens blink. Higgs bosons shake. A dying ship. A helping hand. Is there a chance for one last stand? Run for cover, rimlock on, two minutes till my air is gone. But now vile treachery descends. Another lurks amongst my friends. I might have made it. Yes, I might. But for Nonya's cobra strike, a searing blast. Our mugs were fried. The mothers wept. The children cried. Dust and ashes. Tears and pain. So near and yet so far again. When all hope's lost, what can we do? Our mission's failed. Can it be true? Fire and debris marks this place. Terrible beauty hangs in space. The smoke rolls back like shimmering water. Through it swims our last pink orca. Trumpets sound and church bells ring. The mothers laugh, the children sing. For this was the day the kids were freed by Hutton Trucker's daring deed. Mission complete. They leave the station, locked in missing man formation. We're off for now to our next meeting. Flossie's lost and overheating. So now you know, my stranger friend, how truckers met their bitter end. And when you pass this way again, look at this plaque and think of them. The truckers saved us from disease when I was a child and on my knees. But here I am, I still remain. Their sacrifice was not in vain.
Button Orbital Radio. Banging on your eardrums like a horny Rottweiler. <laughs> 